Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. Catherine Wells, creator of Serenity Engage Platform, is back with me as I continue See Something, Do Something. This is a really special series. It has a lot of meaning to me and hopefully to you. Well, I know it has a lot of meaning to you because so many of my listeners, thank you guys for all of the feedback. Thank you for tweeting about this series. Thank you for posting it on your LinkedIn and your social media. I had not expected such a groundswell, so thank you. And we're going to continue this series. Now, the last time we talked to Catherine, she talked about what she saw in terms of the need to create a platform that enhanced communication among all the stakeholders in the long-term care equation. So that's the families, the residents, or the patients, or whatever you call them where you are, um, the caregivers, all those people. She got them together through this app. Her goal has been to keep dialogue going between all these different stakeholders, patients, families, providers. And Catherine talked about what it was that compelled her to go all in on this issue. She shared about her experience caring for her mom and then her dad. And um, she shared about her experience now helping her husband care for her brother-in-law. In this segment, she's going to talk to us about how, the how she did it, the nuts and bolts of it. And I asked her back to talk about the how because I really have tremendous admiration for her commitment to improving the lives of our seniors. Um, So, Catherine, welcome back. Oh, thank you. I'm happy to be here. So you had this deep, deep dive, deep, deep desire to address this, what seems like an insurmountable problem. How did you do it? Like you told us why you did it last time, but I really want us to walk through how the Serenity Engage platform went from being a dream um, to reality. Wow. Um, It's, it's not for the faint of heart. I will say that you have to be so passionate about what you're doing or so naive (laughs) that you didn't do it. (laughs) And, and in my case, I was both. Um, And, and that's fabulous because, you know, there's that concept of beginner's mind. You don't know what you don't know. So you just do it. And I went headstrong into it. So the first thing I did, and, and I said this on the last podcast, um, my husband, who's a, a serial entrepreneur and a software engineer built me a prototype. I went out and sold it. When I sold it, I came back and said, okay, I sold it. Now we have to build it. So we figured out what the minimum viable product was to build. And for those who don't know, uh, minimum viable product, MVP, is a very common term in startup world. Um, The minimum viable product is what is the least you can get away with to get it out there and actually working in the world. So we started building that and I went and, you know, talked to just everyone I could in senior care. I went to all the networking events. I linked in with everybody I could. I talked to the people in my parents' senior living. And I finally, through that, found someone who would trial the product for me. 
um, in addition to the one that I had sold. So, uh, but I needed some, I needed two kinds of sets of eyes on this. So I had one sort of trial running, and then one customer that had purchased it, and I just constantly got feedback. So. It was, I had to have my curiosity hat on all the time, all the time. I had to just be asking questions, asking questions, and then asking more questions and never, ever offering up what I thought the solution would be. I needed to hear from them what pain they had. I think that the early stage is the most tedious stage because Again, you don't know what you don't know, and you always think you have the answer, but the moment you get it out into the world, you see and learn that you were in the neighborhood probably, but you probably weren't at the right house. So mm-hmm. that's how, and you just have to be open to that. Um, and and then early on, I had a, a an early customer actually get in trouble for using this. So they had really? to stop it. Mm-hmm. Now think back, this is pre-COVID, right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Pre-COVID um, and pre-COVID, there was, there was a sentiment in senior care that was very much, don't let your frontline staff talk to family. Only the director of yep. wellness or the executive director should talk mm-hmm. to family. Yeah. And she had opened it up because she was young. She was a millennial. And I, I applaud her for what she did because she was like, hey, transparency is a beautiful thing. And her parent corporation came down and said, take this out. You, you cannot use this anymore. And so as an entrepreneur, the reason I tell that story is because when I learned, I learned how to pitch this differently, how to position it, how to help people roll it out in a way that can be successful mm-hmm. and not run into those issues and still achieve the goal. Um, but also because I could have taken that personally. I could have. And I, w- I was like hurt, right? I'm like, this right, is my baby sure. and you're telling me no. <laughs> but then <laughs> after but then, you already told me yes and you saw right? that it was going to be successful and you're doing this. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And I had been telling everyone this great community is going to be using it. And then I had to go back and say, oops, well, you know, we learned. Right. But right. that's the point is we learned. And mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you have your moment of, oh, that that stinks. But then you pick yourself up and you dust yourself off and you keep going. <laughs> right. You get right back in the race. <clears throat> yeah. You get right back in the race. Yeah. So that was an initial hurdle. Were there other initial hurdles that you had to overcome? Uh, you know, as a startup, you're doing everything. So the the I, it wasn't really an industry hurdle as much as time, the ability mm-hmm. To get it done and money. Wait, were you still working when you were doing? I this? was not. Okay. I, okay. I had stopped working, and I was looking for another job. This is how you know you found your passion. I was looking for another job. I was offered more money than I have ever made in my whole life to do something that I could have done falling out of bed, and I turned it down. I okay. turned it down because I wanted to do Serenity. That was the moment I knew. Mm -hmm. I knew I had to do it. It was in my soul. Mm -hmm. And I was never going to rest until I I did this. Until you did it. And you had a supportive husband. He was good with this. Yeah. You're, you know, thank you for saying that because if you're in a relationship, it matters so much. You have to have someone who supports you through this because it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's lonely. It's scary. Um, You know, depending on your tolerance for risk, it might 
create money issues in your relationship mm-hmm. and it'll bring out some things in your relationship that will surprise you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in fact, when he was an entrepreneur, when he was, he, he had one of his companies, I used to threaten to write a book called the entrepreneur's wife. <laughs> because <laughs> It is such a different world <laughs> and now I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> so he can write his own book. He can write his book, The Entrepreneur's Husband. That's mm-hmm. his book. There now his book is See, I Told You So. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that one. Well done. Yeah, I like oh, that. Oh, dear. So hindsight is always 2020 vision. Mm-hmm. What would yep. you have done differently related to the how you formed this? And um, yeah, what I... would you... I hired us. It's a great question. I hired uh, some salespeople early on because I thought that that would help us get it out there faster. And because the great thing about software is you build it once, you sell it many times. Mm -hmm. I mean, you constantly have to fix bugs and update it and add to it. But, you know, if you get the foundation right, you should be able to add some salespeople and expand your reach. And I added them too early. Okay. Really, it's very well documented in the in the lean startup world that you know founder led selling is the most important thing because that is where you learn everything and you know how to run your business. So, um, and you get to a certain point where when you can sell it to one person and then you can sell it to multiple people. Now you work to sell it to many. Mm-hmm. And I hired salespeople way too early in that cycle. Okay. Okay. So, and that's hard because it wastes money. It wastes time. It's, um, you know, that was a hard lesson, but every mm-hmm. founder will learn lessons like this. <laughs> yep. If it's not one lesson, it's another. That's yeah. right. <laughs> it's not one lesson, it's another. I can tell you when I started out, this, this was the goofiest thing I ever did. Um, but I learned from it. Someone wanted me to speak at a conference or a convention. So I put it all in my calendar. Um, I never sent the contract. Uh, I never um, did because I was like, well, we, we, I know this person. We've agreed to this. Um, I'll show up with my little invoice. Now, remember, this was, this was a long time ago. Yep. This was a pre gray hair Joanne. And <laughs> like three weeks before the engagement. Now, mind you, I have had this date blocked on my calendar and I've turned away other work. Three weeks before, she's like, oh, you know, we thought about it and we're going to use, I don't know, somebody's brother-in-law or their cousin. And I'm like, what the heck? I blocked this date on my calendar. But let me tell you something. I hold no dates anymore. We have a contract in place and you pay a deposit because of that initial experience. So we all learn things starting out. We all do. Sometimes big lessons, sometimes little lessons, but they all add up. And such a great story. And you're right. It's um, because when we're starting, especially we believe people. Yes. Yes. We want (laughs) to. (laughs) Right. And and it's not that they're not believable. It's that, you know, that's why contracts exist. That's why legal things exist to protect all of us and, and to make sure agreements are well laid out. Yes. 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 For sure. Are there any other kind of things you'd do differently at all things that you would now that you look back you say I could have tweaked that I I could have refined that I think our messaging around selling and marketing I I 
could have tweaked a lot more. Mm -hmm. I was so in the weeds of it that Mm. I could have stepped back. And that is, of course, where you get your insights when you can step back and look at it at the 60,000 foot level Mm -hmm. and see all the players and all the pieces and all the parts and see where you need to, you know, shift some puzzle pieces around. I probably would have gone for grants a lot sooner. I Mm -hmm. did. We did get a grant from the state of Colorado, a substantial one. And that was fantastic. But I didn't realize I shied away from grants for a while because I thought they were too much work in this space. It's so critical. And anytime you can get non-dilutive investment, Mm -hmm. um, do it, do it. Yeah. 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 Thank you. So I've got to ask you my what advice question. What advice? I love that question. So (laughs) somebody's ready to take action to address something that they see that needs attention. The most important piece of advice that you would give them for the how. Start talking to people. Same thing. Start talking to people. Same thing. I think you've got to talk to people. You have to understand what's happening in their world, not in your world, in their mm-hmm. world. Okay. So not and to get be... a lot of perspectives. Okay. Even the ones you don't want to hear. Even, especially the ones you don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now yeah. you're going to come back. Of course. I want you to come back and talk about impact because I know that Serenity is doing impactful, meaningful, meaningful work in the lives of seniors and their families. So I would love for you to come back one more time to talk about that. You got it. We'll talk about Mavericks too and what we're doing there. Oh, I would love to. That would be wonderful. Okay. So thanks for coming. I appreciate it. And we will see you again soon. All right. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope that you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe to get more relevant leadership learning. Check out my YouTube channel to stay prepared for leading in an ever-evolving world.